Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 1 Samuel chapter 27 from the World English Bible. David said in his heart, I will now perish one day by the hand of Saul. There is nothing better for me than that I should escape into the land of the Philistines, and Saul will despair of me to seek me any more in all the borders of Israel. So shall I escape out of his hand. David arose and passed over, he and the six hundred men who were with him, to Achish the son of Maok, king of Gath. David lived with Achish at Gath, he and his men, every man with his household, even David with his two wives, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess and Abigail the Carmelitess, Nabal's wife. Saul was told that David had fled to Gath, and he sought no more again for him. David said to Achish, If now I have found favor in your eyes, let them give me a place in one of the cities in the country that I may dwell there. For why should your servant dwell in the royal city with you? Then Achish gave him Ziklag that day. Therefore Ziklag belongs to the kings of Judah to this day. The number of the days that David lived in the country of the Philistines was a full year and four months. David and his men went up and raided the Geshurites, the Gerzites, and the Amalekites, For those were the inhabitants of the land who were of old, on the way to Shur, even to the land of Egypt. David struck the land and saved no man or woman alive, and took away the sheep, the cattle, the donkeys, the camels, and the clothing. Then he returned and came to Achish. Achish said, Against whom have you made a raid today? David said, Against the south of Judah against the south of the Jeremiahites, and against the south of the Kenites. David saved neither man nor woman alive to bring them to Gath, saying, lest they should tell about us, saying, David did this, and this has been his way all the time he has lived in the country of the Philistines. Achish believed David, saying, He has made his people Israel utterly to abhor him, therefore he will be my servant forever. That is the end of chapter 27. David seems to have reverted to just responding in fear and not seeking God at all. Recalled that God had specifically told David to go back to Israel, but now David leaves of his own accord. So I think he's not acting out of faith because his fear is that if he stays where God told him to go, Saul will kill him. So he's not trusting the promise and the anointing of God. So what makes his not trusting different than Saul disobeying like when he didn't kill all of the Amalekites like he was told to? Well, I think the difference that you see keep coming up in the story is that when David realizes that he hasn't been trusting or that he has been sinning, he is contrite and he is repentant and he asks God to forgive him, whereas Saul makes excuses. Getting back to the idea that David is not seeking God about what he should do, I don't think there's any biblical evidence that we are required or expected or should be asking for signs for every little thing that we're supposed to do. God 
gives us principles of living based on his holy nature, which we can use to make many decisions. But God had specifically given David, one, an anointing to be the next king, and two, directions about returning to Israel. But David is using his situation as an excuse to revert to reactions based on fear and accepted customs of the day of raiding other people. Now, we can see a strong implication here that David was right not to trust Saul because it says specifically that Saul didn't keep pursuing him because he heard that he wasn't in Israel anymore. But then David is going to the enemy that is oppressing Israel, and he's lying to gain favor with them. And then when he gets the city of Ziklag there, it's going to cause trouble for everybody that he has gone to live there among the Philistines. Regarding Achish, the king of Gath, first let me apologize if I'm not terribly consistent in saying the name. Some names I've heard a lot and I can say without any trouble, and some names it's like they come out different every time. I try to go back and listen and make sure I at least said it the right way through one recording. But um, this Achish, it's not clear if this is the same one from chapter 21 where David actually feigned insanity or if this is another king. Um, and the name or the title, or it is a title, Akish. It just seems odd that there's no mention of David having feigned insanity before from this Akish and that he trusts him so much. So here we have a case of someone who's obviously blessed by God, anointed by God, and who God said has a heart after him. But David is obviously lying, and we know lying is wrong. We can never look at the story of how someone in the Bible chose to act and say that, oh, this particular way of doing things is okay because they did it when it goes against the moral code that God clearly gives us. And finally, who were these people that David was lying about killing? The Geshurites, the Gerzites, and the Amalekites. Well, the Amalekites are easy. Um, They are descended from Esau, as you can see in Genesis chapter 36, verse 12, and that is the group of people that Saul was told to destroy at least one region of them in 1 Samuel 15, which is his first step in disobedience and not following God. The Geshurites, you can read about briefly in Joshua 13, verses 1 through 6, or in the list of the rest of Canaan that they're supposed to drive out later. So they're not supposed to be there. The Gerzites, this is the only place that they are mentioned in the whole Bible. And um, some people say that maybe it's a, a version of the name that comes from them living in Gezer, or possibly the Geshurites and the Gerzites are in the same group, but it doesn't really matter. We know enough about the other two groups of people to know that these are real people who are being mentioned, and they are in contrast to the areas where David says he is doing battle. But David has put himself in a very bad position because now he is with the people who are constantly fighting against and oppressing the Israelites. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey. 